0: Welcome to the back porch with Jay and Brandon. This is Jay.
1: And this is Brandon.
2: Oh, hey.
0: And today we have got Derek Brantley and Scotty McKnight with us. How are you guys? All pretty good, guys. How are you? We're doing great, and they're going to play some songs for us today. They're going to tell us stories from the songs that they've written. First off, go ahead and tell us a little bit about where you're from.
3: I was born and raised in a little town outside of. Jackson here called Blue Goose. Uh, a little bit of community. I was pretty much grew up there through all high school, and after I graduated high school, I went off to Decatur uh, County. I got some folks down there on my mama's side, and I uh, just started shacking up and living down there. And I've been down there for, uh, probably about 10 years now.
0: Okay, all right, what about you, Scott? Well, I
4: was uh, born in Perry County, raised there, still there. <laughs> Always will be, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I guess because I like it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I understand I've I've always lived here in Gibson County, so I I, I kinda know where you're coming from. Yeah. So go ahead Gordon, tell us about the first song you wanna play for us. Uh
3: we're gonna do one I wrote called uh Long As I Get a Bite, that's the name of it. And it talks about uh when you just got too much stuff on your list you need to do and the only thing you can think about is going fishing, being on the river and uh sitting in the shade tree and uh, not worrying about a thing.
0: All right, let's hear it.
3: Well just give me a river paint fishing pole and I'll show you a man that's got nowhere to go I need to get away from this everyday grind well I don't care if I catch anything long as I can get a by well I'm laid underneath the shade tree just watching the boats pass by I ain't got nowhere, son, I got nothing on my mind I'm gonna be right here until that old moon is setting high Well, I don't care if I catch anything long as I can get a bite Well, that woman of mine, she's been cracking that whip and Getting under my skin Got things for me to do And she's putting them on a list If I could sneak away right now Lord, I think I'll be doing fine Well, I hear that river water Calling my name And boys, I think it's time That I'm laid underneath the shade tree Just watching them boats pass by Well, I ain't got nowhere Son, I got nothing on my mind I'm gonna be right here Until that old moon is setting high Well, I don't care if I catch anything Long as I can get by Where I'm laid underneath the shade tree Just watching the boats pass by Cause I ain't got no worries Son, I got nothing on my Gonna be right here until that old moon is setting high. Well, I don't care if I catch anything long as I can get a bite. Hey, this is Brandon Newman from Newman & Webb Law
1: Firm in Trenton, Tennessee. What makes a great musician is what makes a great lawyer, the ability to tell a story. And at Newman & Webb Law Firm, we know how to tell your story. We handle all kinds of litigated cases. That means cases that are handled in court. So if you know someone or if you have a case and you need to speak to an attorney, call Newman & Webb Law Firm in Trenton at 855-2972 or check us out on Facebook because we can tell your story.
0: All right, so tell us uh, what made you first get into songwriting?
3: Well, uh, I've been writing songs probably going on, I don't know, a year and a half, two years now. So I'm still kind of just okay. scratching the surface of it, and uh, I've come to find out that's something I really love to do, and uh, it's becoming a passion, uh,
0: just well, writing songs. I've heard a lot of your stuff so far on Hub City Radio, based out of Jackson, and yeah. uh, and the stuff I've heard sounds great.
3: Yeah, I just wish I could sing it better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't see a problem with it at all. <laughs>
3: Well, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh,
0: so, growing up, what was your musical influences?
3: Well, uh, my first ever musical ex- experience I ever had was uh, probably when I was little, uh, between probably four and five. Uh, my daddy and uh, my grandma and my mama, aunts and uncles had a gospel group, and they used to go around singing, you know, at churches and stuff. and you know they had a big old tour bus, big Silver Eagle, and uh, of course, okay. a kid, you know, getting on that Silver Eagle just running wild. You know, he was having <laughs> a good time, but uh, but uh, you know, when I was little, even at that age, there was just something about music in general that just it drawn it drawn me to it, and uh, you know, even after they quit singing gospel music, my daddy he uh, he's a big bluegrass man. He likes bluegrass and old country, and uh, of course, he was out every day. I was hearing a fiddle, you know, a guitar or something, right. And uh, you know, it was just kind of one of those things. It was just a matter of time, you know. For I, I picked it up, you know. Were you
1: one of those kids that would go out to the to the gospel singings and spend Friday and Saturday night running up and down the rows?
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> the feet? Yeah. yeah uh, I, well, I don't know when before uh, when we always got there. You know, of course, everybody's trying to set everything up, and uh, uh, I, of course, I'd run around pretty pretty wild, playing in the back. Backrooms and stuff Of course I, kn- I knew I knew better As soon as the show started I was supposed to Sit down somewhere And uh It didn't matter where <laughs> we at And mama was giving me That eyeball And I was supposed to Sit down somewhere And that's what I did
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: What about you Scotty? And songwriting? Well so- yeah Songwriting and-, and musical Inspirations Well, If you want to be
4: Honestly About the songwriting well, No about- please lie to it yeah, <laughs> you know. Well I was just Going to say Honestly To stay awake in class in Algebra Ah. Two was where my songwriting really started because I was yeah I started writing uh, I got I got away from drawing pictures and decided to do something a little more productive and I started writing songs in uh, high school okay and uh, influences you got all day (laughs) (laughs) they start all the way back with Lightning Hopkins and even further back than that um, wow Charlie Patton a lot of the great blues artists up through the years up to Hank Williams listen uh, all kinds of rock bands Pink Floyd I've got all kinds of influences they have the people used to make fun of me because in my CD case I would have Hank Hank Williams Sr. beside Marilyn Manson so it just all I mean
0: that's a that's a different combination very <laughs> yeah. wide range
4: yeah but the songwriting was similar in some of them Lyrically, they were the same. Lyrically. Musically, they were totally different.
0: Yeah, <laughs> two totally different folks. You know, you, you was talking about blues legends. It's kind of funny. I run across something today. Uh, there's something going around West Tennessee now. It's called the Americana Music Triangle.
3: I, yeah, yeah, I seen something about that. that. Yeah,
0: and, and what they what they're doing is they've set up like this road map. Mm-hmm. And you actually drive pretty much in a triangle, and you look at all these musical influences as you go through these towns, trying right.
1: to break down the state monotony. Exactly. Uh, where you know only you're only hearing about local music from right. that's inside of Tennessee or Mississippi, uh, so that people kind of come down and experience the whole thing.
0: Right. Exactly. And one thing that that caught my attention was, of course, Sonny Boy Williamson from Jackson. Mm-hmm. And it talked about that, you know, even most people in Jackson don't know how to find his grave. Right. They know the name of the graveyard. And something about the church moved. And when they moved, they moved the graveyard. So the graveyard he's in has been neglected. Oh, I got you. So when you pull up to the graveyard, people, you know, they go there expecting to find his grave. Can't never find it. And you can't find it because (laughs) it's not there. So, once you're at the new graveyard, they say you can go through the woods a little bit, and then there's another graveyard behind it. Hmm. He's not in that one either. Actually, they say it's about...
1: There's some teenagers in that one.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> about a half a mile or so before you get to the new cemetery, there is an old cemetery that sits up on a hill, and you have to travel through the woods to get to it, and Sonny Boy Williamson is right there on top of the hill. Really? Really? So it's not the easiest thing to find and and on their website they tell you if if you're planning on trying to find Sonny Boy Williamson's grave and you better contact probably the, the Area Chamber of Commerce <laughs> or yeah. something like that because you're not going to put it in your GPS and find
1: it. I them. don't know about you, but I'm calling the Jackson Area Chamber of Commerce tomorrow. <laughs> and how <them> to find...
3: <laughs> We're going pack your sandwich, too. You. Yeah. We're call somebody and find out how to me find, find the sunny Boy's grave. Well,
0: and, and, those, uh, and those of you who listen to it or may not, you need to, it's called, a, there's a new podcast called Left of Nashville by Brandon Barnett. And on the episode that he put out this week is about this this thing we're talking about Sonny Boy Williamson's grave and and uh, and Brandon and, and Michael King go out and try to find it and he's talking about going through the woods through the cut zoo and oh, and man. they finally found it really. You know.
1: Does he talk about calling the Chamber of Commerce? No, he didn't, he didn't do that. Man, if I could be on a telephone call, you. I'd rather listen to Brandon Barnett call yeah. Jackson
0: Chamber of Commerce. There you, there you go, Brandon. There's another idea for a podcast. <laughs> call him a chamber for Sonny Boy Williamson instructions. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it is a good thing. They're trying to get Jackson on the map somewhat with the history of Shannon Street. And yeah. You know, Sonny Boy Williamson, Carl Perkins, you know, Carl, of course, is a huge staple in the Jackson area. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, we got W.S. Holland and, Mm -hmm. you know, so there's quite a few folks from the Jackson area that, you know, some folks don't know about. So they're trying to kind of get all that into play and to get our music scene back up, you know, where when these people come through town, go to this little coffee shop on Shannon Street and hear great live music. Exactly. You know? So, yeah, you know, there, I think it's a good thing.
3: There's definitely a lot here going on, that, and not everybody knows about it. I mean, that's the thing, it, too. And
0: exactly, and that's, you know, the reason we do this podcast, too, is, mm-hmm. you know, and we don't focus just on the Jackson area. We're, we try to cover pretty much West Tennessee, or, right? even into Nashville, or just whoever comes to us. I mean, yeah. you, you can be out of state, and I mean, we'll be more open to, to do a show with you, you know? Right. And, and one thing we talked about in one of the previous episodes, I think Brandon was absent on this one, but... On some of our stats, one thing I find very interesting is out of all the listeners that we have, of course, Tennessee is our number one state, you know, for listeners. That's right. Number two is California. Really? Out of all the other states, California is listening to us more than any other state other than Tennessee. California. (laughs) California. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, th- these folks are listening. They, they, oh, yeah, they that's mean, good. And and it's not just, you know, 20 or 30 plays. I mean, we've got, you know, around 300 plays in California. That's, oh, that's great. awesome.
1: If we're number one in Tennessee and number two in California – Earthquakes are our biggest.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there may be a, you know, Brandon had a little episode called Connecting the Dots. (laughs) Maybe, maybe
3: Brandon, this is how we're connecting our dots. Yeah. Yeah. Start telling people in California when this one airs, and Lord, it may set one off out there. (laughs) So, if
1: you're from California and you're listening to this episode, please leave us a comment because we want to know what
0: you <laughs> yeah. think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And anywhere else, you know, out of state of Tennessee, we, we want to hear from our listeners, and that's one thing we're not getting. You can find us on Facebook, or our email address is right there on our webpage. We're real easy to get in touch with. So, just, you know, shoot us some messages, kind of let us know where you're from, where you're at, and kind of what you think. Well,
1: guys, we're ready to hear some more music. Y'all ready right. to play that's us Yeah, let's do
3: it a song I wrote about uh, uh working 15 years in a factory for him to turn around and lay you off and ship you out the door.
0: <laughs> Seems to happen often. Oh
3: man, every day. Well, the factory shut down just six months ago. Gave us no warning. Moved to Mexico. Now the man at the bank he keeps calling me up. Cause my loan is behind on my pickup truck Where they're living it up in their black ties and suits When my kids need clothes and a new pair of shoes It's the awfulest thing that I've ever seen When they made their million, man, they shattered my dreams So what in the world am I gonna do It's a hard way to live? broke and blue. Well, I was one of the best workers out on the line. I was first to volunteer for their overtime. I gave them 15 years and my weekends too. Now they locked up the door and gave us all the food. Cause they're living it up in their black ties and suits when my kids need clothes and a new pair of shoes. It's the awfulest thing that I've ever seen. When they made their million, man, they shattered my dreams. So, what in the world am I supposed to do? It's a hard way to live. Feeling broke and blue. Well, they're living. Ties and suits when my kids need clothes and a new pair of shoes. It's the awfulest thing that I've ever seen. When they made their million, man they shattered my dreams. So what in the world am I gonna do? It's a hard way to live Feeling broke and blue. Halfway between Nashville and Memphis lies Exit 82. The Jackson, Tennessee area is a hotbed of extremely talented musical performers. Join WNBJ for the Exit 82 show. You'll see and hear an amazing variety of original music performed by Jackson area talent. Exit 82 airs every Saturday following Saturday Night Live on Jackson's NBC 39.
0: Alright, that's another good song I appreciate it That kind of reminds me of the song that a man from uh, I believe he was from Union City up in that area Wrote really? about uh, when Goodyear shut down
3: Yeah, I remember and,
0: that year. uh Yeah, he wrote a song and actually Ronnie Dunn sung it Oh, did he? And mm-hmm. became a hit um, Yeah, I
3: remember that song
0: The Cost of Living, I believe is no, the name I do or? remember that yeah. so, uh, so, it, Wasn't
3: it right around the time that Brooks and Dunn was about to
0: Yeah, it was jump. right after they yeah. split up that's and Ronnie went out it. on his own Yeah Okay. And yeah, that song was written by a man. It was somewhere in the Union City area. I don't, don't, you know, it could have been Newbern or, you know, Yorkville somewhere in there. Actually, I think it may have been Newbern.
1: You know, that's one of the things that is killing West Tennessee is manufacturing jobs leaving, people being stuck in small towns with no more jobs.
3: Yeah, that's, that's pretty much in, uh, we're well, just outside of Caterville, a little, little town called Parsons. Yeah. And it, it is a small town, don't get me wrong, but they just ain't, unless it's fast food, there really ain't a whole lot going on down there, right. you know. I think they got like one factory, and yeah. that's about it. Most of the small towns are that way now.
4: Oh,
0: exactly.
1: Oh, you drive out here through Milan and just find empty industrial parks. Oh, yeah. That taxpayers pay for, <laughs> and we brought the companies into town. We paid their taxes. We paid their way, mm-hmm. and then as soon as their contract was up, they hit the road and
0: oh, yeah. we off to Mexico. It, oh, we yeah. that's called it, it progress. It.
3: There's an empty factory building sitting over in Scottsdale Hill right now. Been that way ever since I remember. Yeah, and ain't nobody ever bothered to put nothing in it. I mean,
0: that's,
3: yeah, I'm sure there's a good reason somewhere along the line, but
0: uh, it's just hard to get into industry. <laughs> yeah,
3: it really, is, especially in a small town, anyway.
0: Tell us a little bit about your guitar playing. You're, you're both playing pretty good guitar here. What uh, what made you both pick up the guitar? What what got, well, you uh, of course, what got you into that?
3: When I was little, of course, I used to sit cross-legging in the floor watching my daddy play. I learned on the guitar he was playing was made in the early 50s. It was a Gibson J-45 and uh which is a heck of a guitar to cut your teeth on i think and, yeah uh, but it it did spoil me in a lot of ways <laughs> <But> <laughs> it did a whole lot and i was like man it just don't nothing i pick up sound just as good as that j45 uh, but, yeah
0: it's gonna be kind of hard to find yeah, something
3: yeah to... so yeah it kind of you know it done me in on, on the beginning but I, I was glad to be learning on a guitar like it. right but watching my daddy play and uh it was something we both enjoyed it was something that me and him both found a liking for you know it was something that me and him could do together. By the time I I bought my first Leonard Skinner album, that was, of course, that didn't help much either.
0: Sweet Home Alabama. That was the one right
4: there. I really wanted to get into playing. I don't know why. It just kind of came out of nowhere. And uh, when I was about, I guess, I think about 12, I told my parents I wanted a guitar for Christmas. And I got it. And I didn't play it much for a couple of years. And then after I was in uh, high school, I started wanting to play a little more. (laughs) Me and a buddy of mine, speaking of Skinner, if you ever watched the documentary, where they had that house that they played in, and it was really hot during the summer, yeah, we out. had a little camper, like a one-room camper, me and a buddy of mine, and talking about hot. It was really hot. But we uh, we did that, and as far as the J-45, I've got to thank my wife for that, because I always wanted one, and she got me one. It's a pretty good uh,
0: wife. Yeah, it is.
4: <laughs> I really can't complain. So, uh, yeah, she got it for me, and... I didn't like it because it costed too much, and I didn't want her to get it for me. So, but yeah, I love the guitar. I can't play nothing else, man. <laughs> yeah, now yeah. you're stuck with it. Yeah. Yep. That's it. You're
0: cursed with the J45. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, Scotty, it. let's uh, let's hear one of your songs. Yes. Yeah.
4: Got one called Back Again. Well, it kind of goes along with that whole deal. I kind of wrote it because when they start clear cutting everything, wiping everything out. And, trying to build stuff, and it's not really industry and stuff that we really need. It's just to wipe it out and clear-cut it and replant and pine. pine. Like. But anyway, I wrote this about that and the way times have changed. They closed down
5: County Road 138 Routed all the traffic down the interstate Clear cut the big old trees so tall They put up a brand new shopping mall What happened to the world I used to know Where trains ran fast And time passed slow Everybody you meet Say hello and grin I wish we had those days back again It's a 20-acre parking lot Old man Gibson's store shut down He couldn't compete with the prices in town What happened to the world I used to know when Trains ran fast and time passed slow Everybody you meet Say hello and grin I wish we had those days back again To the world I used to know Where trains ran fast And time passed slow Everybody you meet Say hello and grin I wish we had those days back again down county road
2: 138
5: routed all the traffic down the interstate
0: i like that it is that's real good so tell us uh in your in your high school years what kind of music were you listening to (laughs)
3: <laughs> Probably everything totally opposite of what I'm listening to now. <laughs> Probably me too. <laughs> I mean, I, I was, well of course, this is mainly, of course, when I discovered them it was like a whole new world. And I was like, man. But there was thing, any kind of southern rock. I, I listened to a little bit of Black Sabbath and stuff like, yeah, not, not a whole lot, just a song or two by them that I like. Led Zeppelin, uh, stuff like
4: that, all the old rock. what did I say um, earlier? Everything from Charlie Patton and the blues all the way up through. It was the same thing.
3: Uh, thing.
4: I listened to a little bit of everything. Mostly during that time it was classic rock. I mean I grew up on classic rock, so it's hard to get away from classic rock. He never stopped believing. Yeah. Don't stop (laughs) believing. (laughs) But Yeah, pretty much the same way. I mean, I just it varied from day to day to be honest with you.
0: Depending on what kind of mood you was in, too. Oh yeah, that was that was
4: a big part of it.
0: Oh yeah, maybe George Jones one day or oh, yeah. Johnny Cash yeah. and you know the, the next day it may be Aerosmith or mm-hmm. who, who knows. I'm
3: you brought
1: it. up Marilyn Manson while while ago. The first time I ever heard Marilyn Manson when I was in high school, I was working at a I <laughs> was working at a hotel in their restaurant. So, like, every time I hear Marilyn Manson, I think about just really bad buffet food.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's probably better to think of it that way.
1: And, no, don't get me wrong. I really like Marilyn Manson. I really do. I listen to it every now and then. I'll turn it on in the car or something. But, you know... But it's just how you associate it with it. Yeah, I associate it back to the Dude, next time I say "puff," I'm going to be like,
3: we don't need to (laughs) smash potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Just a
1: really tacky hotel decor. Like 1990s purple and. I know all about working in hotels. (laughs) Yeah. I did
0: that for about 10 years. That's. (laughs) Man, that's an experience in itself. That was one of
1: the funniest sentences you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> that sentence will live in. All right. For our California listeners, yeah, California. that was a double entendre. Also, if there's, if there's anybody out in California
3: that, that would like us to come out and play, we have played for like a Snickers bar and a shirt. So, I mean, we, we yeah. might could work something out. I'm not flying, you, though. You got
4: a Snickers bar? Yeah. I did. You didn't get that? No, I just got a shirt. Uh-oh.
3: <laughs> Uh-oh.
0: They must have liked him. Yeah, though. they did.
4: <laughs> it's just wrong.
0: Yeah, or maybe they it. thought he needed it more. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> they may have felt sorry for him. Yeah.
3: They probably did. That's half my teachers in school felt sorry for him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but tell us about the next song you want to play for us.
4: I wrote Georgia Train. It was it's kind of a bluegrassy song. So I actually wrote it because I, I play a little bit of mandolin banjo, uh a little bit of everything. So when I recorded it, I actually kind of wrote it on the banjo. That's how I kind of got used to playing it, kind of fast, and yeah, I really don't know about it. I just, I just wanted a train song, uh, and that's where that kind of came from, and it worked out okay. A lot of people like it. Um, that's a good song, man. Yeah. I keep on calling it Chicken Train, but... Chicken Train. <laughs> we can change
0: a it, name. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's a good <clears> song <throat> though.
5: Well, Mama's in the kitchen patting out the grain, Waiting on that old Georgia train And Daddy's in the field just trying to beat the rain Waiting on that old Georgia Georgia train Georgia train, Georgia train Waiting on that old Georgia train Put aside your burden, put aside your pain Waiting on that old Georgia train Well, sisters on the stage just trying to make a name Waiting on that old Georgia train And brothers digging ditches in shackles and chains Waiting on that old Georgia train Georgia train Georgia train, train. 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 Waiting on that old Georgia train Put aside your burden Put aside your pain Waiting on that old Georgia train Sometimes I think that I might just go insane Waiting on that old Georgia train Cause all my fears and troubles, they wrap around my brain Waiting on that old Georgia train Georgia train Georgia train train. Waiting on that old Georgia train Put aside your burden, put aside your pain Waiting on that old Georgia train It's funny how things in life They never change Waiting on that old Georgia train And when I get back home Where I'll always remain Waiting on that old Georgia train Georgia train Georgia train Georgia train Waiting on that old Georgia train Put aside your burdens Put aside your pain Waiting on that old Georgia train
1: Jason, you ever been on a train? Only at Dollywood. <laughs> did you make sure the cinders didn't get in your eye
0: yeah that cold just kind of gets all over your face and at dollywood it yeah kind of didn't like that but other than that you know i wish the engineer or conductor or either one would let me have blown the whistle but they let me blow the whistle. whistle on the dollywood track did they yeah he gets, all the, he gets all. the perks and a Snickers bar. Snickers bar, blowing the whistle. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I'm going back there here in a couple I'll, of weeks, I'll and, I, with you. and I'm ball going ball up ball. there, and I'm going to blow that whistle. By <laughs> the
3: time the security got me off the train, I wouldn't, you know, they <laughs> <I mean, laughs> <I> wouldn't <laughs> let me <laughs> do it again. <laughs>
1: then they took him back to the hospital.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, got
3: you. Now, yeah. I
0: will say, I got nice to blow Jack? the whistle Dude. out at the Discovery Park in Union City. I got on that train, and I blew that whistle.
3: I, I did get my, my son. We went over to Casey Jones Village over in Jackson. And, of course, he loves trains. and he, I thought they might like put a new bell up there, but he was wearing it <laughs> out.
1: Can you still stay in a caboose over there? In Casey he, Jones Village. I think you go. can. Yeah, you used to... For those of you in California <laughs> <laughs> that are interested, yes. here in Jackson, Tennessee, we have Casey Jones Village. And uh, it's a uh, tribute to Casey Jones, who was a conductor who saved a bunch of schoolchildren by derailing a train. And uh, Casey Jones, that what's that? As
3: crazy as that sounds. As crazy <laughs>
1: as that sounds. And he actually, the the monument to him is here in Jackson, but he derailed the train just outside of Water Valley, Mississippi. So this isn't the actual site of where the train But he lived rail. in Jackson. But he lived in Jackson, and you can sleep in a caboose in a train's caboose here in Jackson. <laughs> Only in
3: Jackson. I have to yeah. ask Mom and Daddy because they, when they got married, that's where they honeymooned. Was Casey Jones? Mm-hmm.
0: Right they they may have slept in the caboose. They might have. They
3: might have. <laughs> I might have to just. <laughs> <laughs> I might have been there for
0: that. I don't know. You never know. That's right. Maybe you got another Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
3: know if I got the shirt or not.
4: But. Well, it don't matter. You got the Snickers bar. Oh yeah, right? yeah. Why would you want a shirt if you got a
3: Snickers bar? If yeah. you got not the shirt, yet. it
1: wouldn't fit anymore.
0: <laughs> true. That is true. Yeah, that's
4: true. And if it did, you wouldn't need to wear it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the Jackson is kind of a funny area. I mean, we go from a you know a great musical history to Casey Jones, yeah. which I guess you could say you could throw that in musical history. I, as I was well going to say that, that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you had Grateful sure, Dead. You know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. so so there you go. I mean, it's all around. It's a great musical yeah. town. So
3: I remember at the the old country store that joins the. Uh, train station. Over. Yeah. You used to cook like years it ago. It smells like Maryland
2: <laughs> <laughs> The buffet. Yeah. aboard the
3: buffet. The buffet. But no, you used to cook like like years ago, I, if I remember right, it's been so long ago, you used to could get a free meal or dessert if you stood up and sung the Casey Jones song.
1: Oh, that's cool. I
3: don't remember that. And they
0: had the words, <laughs> it's big old, a big frame on the wall. I bet he done it, though. Yeah.
3: Well, I For a, it, but, yeah. Yeah, a Snickers bar. Yeah, Snickers <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get up to a hot fudge cake Sunday, but they, they was pretty good barbers. I think <laughs> I'll hey, take the Snickers bar over the that. buffet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say one thing about the old country store there at Casey Jones Village is the old uh, ice cream parlor that get.
3: Yes, yeah. it's pretty cool. That
0: place is awesome. And yeah, every once awesome. in a while you can go in there and catch some live music. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've out. been in there a few Saturday, like Saturday mornings and there'll be uh, just a little group set up right there in the parlor just going to town, you know. That's, well, so that's
3: what it's. We're going to we leave here. We're going to
4: Casey <laughs> <laughs> Throw my hat down. My head's <laughs> <laughs> How many Snicker Bars in the hole? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: i tell you what, we've, we've got next for us. All right, want to do a song
3: uh, I wrote. Uh, it's called Where's the Country Gone? And I wrote it because of the big debate topic these days of uh, country music, de- definition of country music. I'll say it that way. Everybody has their opinions on it. My opinion is I like the old traditional stuff better than what I hear now. That's just my opinion, but you know how those are. <laughs> Famous. Yeah, where's the country going? All right, here we go. <clears throat> well, let's say country music It's taking a turn Cause half the stuff you play today Gets on my nerves With all this pop and hip hop as making a scene. And for fame and the money, country took a backseat. So, what happened to the days when Hank Maughn, the blues, Johnny Cash walked the line? his love to you, and george jones doing time in his honky tonk prison and willie and wayland were fighting the system and merle haggard would sing me back home well lord can you tell me where the country has gone Anybody could make their own name Long as they've got the money Hell, they can't even sing It's all in who you know, Lord But I guess it's always been And I'd give my next paycheck If they'd bring them back again on the Blues and Johnny Cash walked a line to prove his love to June, and George Jones doing time in his honky tonk prison, and Willie and Waylon were fighting the system. Merle Haggard would sing me back home. Well, Lord, can you tell me? Country has gone Guys, that's another great song. Appreciate it. Something like that anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is there anybody playing country music today that y'all enjoy listening to?
3: Man, there's uh, Jamie Johnson. I love his stuff. And uh, uh, Whitey Morgan.
1: And Jamie Johnson puts on a hell of a concert, right? I've
3: yet to see him in concert, and I so badly too. I've That'd seen him
1: two or three times, and uh, man, of all the songs he has that I love, and I love most of them, uh, he sang I Saw the Light, and then, like, halfway through the song, you know, it's really dark, and yeah. then he just mm-hmm. kicks everything into high gear, and these huge, bright lights around the stadium just start. Right. Beaten with the music. It was awesome. I bet
3: that is pretty awesome.
1: He closed with that song down in South Haven. And then he, um, I think he quite positively played it again whenever he played with Kid Rock just a couple months later. Right. Down in Memphis. It, it, was, it was an awesome show.
3: I seen where, uh, which <laughs> we were, we was talking about this the other day, speaking of this topic of everybody's opinion of country music and what it is to them. And uh, well, I come over to his house last week, and I was like, Scotty, did you hear, uh, uh, Stephen Tyler's putting out a country album? <laughs> and uh, he's like, no. <laughs>
0: I said, hell, everybody else is. Why not? Why not? <laughs> and, uh,
3: in which I am curious to hear it when it comes out. I, I'm, I, oh, yeah. I, I, I hope it is good. But I want to hear
0: what it sounds like.
3: And immediately, within five minutes, we had come out with uh, every uh, song that could possibly be on his album and the title of it. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I'm kind of curious for some reason I, I want to do that you,
3: you really would you would get a kick out of it because yeah. I still laugh when I,
4: I heard it the other day on the radio it hurts so bad when I heard love in eleba- <laughs> Elevator
3: <All> right, <laughs> everybody, everybody knows love in Elevator right? It's, yeah, it's like, yeah. right. Uh I'm loving my new hay baler <laughs> he rolls it up and he spits it out <laughs> <laughs> it's stuff like it that'll, you know, man, like, that'll be the first single yeah first single go platinum and uh you know, we're living on a farm. You know, we're trying
4: to picture him with, with, with his pitchfork, with his scarf tied around yeah. it, in front of the barn.
3: You know,
0: but it could work.
3: It, yeah, he can pull it off if anybody yeah. could.
0: But oh, but I, but I, I do. I'll work.
3: seriously. Jokes aside, I do hope it is at least a good country album. I mean, I, I am curious <laughs> to see how it comes out.
4: Uh, the way you <laughs> said that.
3: <laughs> well I'm mean, fishing for a good one
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. that might be it. This may be it <laughs> I'll tell you one guy I'm kind of interested in now it's Sturgill Simpson
3: uh, oh yes I love Sturgill yeah. Simpson hey, I mean,
4: he, I went, the first time I heard his music I said this guy and I introduced a lot of people to his music and I do a couple of his covers when we play because oh, he's sound, got great stuff that oh, sound do. is perfect
0: you know, the first time I heard him, I could hear a lot of Waylon yeah. in Yeah, yeah, a whole lot. I a mean, lot.
3: A, you know, I mean, he he probably gets a Twix bar when he plays. I mean, <laughs> yeah, probably. Both he sides. gets he gets two and one. Yeah. Yeah. I get, yeah.
0: I might see. even get King so he uh, might
3: probably does value pay.
4: him yes. and uh, another one with a Waylon sound, Whitey Morgan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whitey yeah. Morgan's got a good Waylon sound going. on. I listen to it. Most of the stuff I listen to, most people have not even heard of. It. Yeah. But, you know, I uh, listen to. Ray Wiley Hubbard and Sturgill Sampson. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, who, who's that? Of course, Ray Wiley. Um, I love Ray Wiley Hubbard. Uh, that was one of my influences that I left out earlier because he was one of the ones that influenced me to learn slide. I play a lot of slide. That's how I got into the okay. Delta Bluesy style. And Ray Wiley has personally taught me how to play one of his songs and heard one of my covers of his and was very
0: impressed <laughs> that's pretty
4: cool that that was my shining moment right there you know
3: <laughs> that's, the,
0: that's the highlight
3: yeah I'm, I'm still waiting for my shining moment you got well, the you got a snickers yeah <laughs> <laughs> they, I got, they put that snickers in my hand and the heavens parted
4: and well, shined yeah, down thought, on that snickers bar. some people get a snickers some people get that moment you know? yeah <laughs>
0: Well, i tell you what, it's, it's been great having you all in the studios today. And, oh, it's uh, been awesome, man. We've I have heard some great it. songs. And for those who want to maybe book you at their venues or, you know, private parties or get in mm-hmm. touch with you, how can they go about doing that? Uh, I've or got, got Snickers a Snickers Corporation. Yeah, <laughs> Snickers <laughs> slash, hashtag, Thank you and, for all of the
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> advertisement.
3: Uh, you can find me on Facebook. I've got a uh, – it's Derek Brentley Music on Facebook. And uh, you can – if y'all would, if y'all like what you hear, go in there and give it a like. It'd help me out a whole lot. And uh, just shoot me a message, and I'll get back with you and uh, go from there.
0: Of course, you can also hear him on Hub City Radio.
3: You can do that, too. And, uh, in fact, I'm supposed uh, to set something up with him pretty soon about going over and playing with him, too, sometimes. Okay. So I don't know when it's going to be. Yeah, yet, Kevin's a real good guy. Yeah, he is. He was when I went over and talked to him.
0: So what about you, Scotty? Just, uh, just go through Derek? Or? Well,
3: yeah, because that's usually the
4: only way I play. I I don't keep track of most of my stuff. I'm on Reverb Nation. Okay. I've got, uh, if my Facebook page still works, I've got one of those. <laughs> I don't ever check the stuff anymore because I just kind of fell out of it, and then he's the one that got me kind of back into playing with him. And
0: Yeah. So then you can just pay him with snicker bars and be your PR guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds yeah. like a pretty good deal, win-win situation. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. whenever y'all play, y'all both play together. Normally you travel yeah. together, things like yeah. that. So make a pretty good duo. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: any,
0: we try. try. Do you have any
1: regular gigs around the area that people can hear you play? Uh, yeah, usually down
3: there at uh, it's in Bass Springs, Tennessee. It's called, a little place called Billy Bob's Resort. Mm-hmm. Um, which, anytime we play down there, it brings a pretty good, decent crowd. And it's always a good time anywhere we, we play that at, really. But that that place is frequently played by us a whole lot. Oh,
0: that's good. I've definitely heard of Billy Bob's.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah a, if you, and, uh, y'all get a chance, come out and check it out.
0: May have to. I'll be sure. uh,
3: playing there. I think the twentieth of next month or twenty fifth. I have to double check. But uh.
0: well, I tell you, all of those listening, we do hope you go to our web well page at TennesseeBackporch.Podbean.com. You can go there and and pull up any of our you know previous episodes. So far, every single one of them has been great. We've, we've had anybody from Killing Flower to Dom Flemons.
1: Go back and listen to some of our old e- yeah. episodes. You'll like them better than a sort of girl like Snickerwine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you can also hear us on TuneIn Radio, a Hub City Radio based out of Jackson. We're on Stitcher Radio. Um, if you have not done so yet, go and listen to uh, Left of Nashville, a podcast by Brandon Barnett. Talks about the struggles of being a songwriter and trying to get in the door at Nashville. So
1: you wanna hear one more good story for the road? Let's do it. Alright. So yesterday I went to run water hose down the lake because it's starting to get kinda of, kinda of shallow out there. And we have this old well that I haven't turned on in a while. And I leaned down to actually lift up the well house and someone's cut the head off a snake and thrown it in <laughs> my <damn> well. head. <laughs> Alright, first off, I ran like a girl across the yard. I mean, just <laughs> It's thought. just the head, right? No, no, it's the body of the snake. Someone's just oh. cut the head off. <laughs> I I so you. I get the shovel and then just watch this thing like it's going to resurrect itself. <laughs> <laughs> on the end of this shovel as I walk it across the yard. And then whenever someone come out to work on the well last, I haven't had it on in a few months, they had put this wire in between this little box on the inside of the well house to keep... It obviously from turning on and burning up the right. well pump and to keep idiots from turning it on which I did of course <laughs> so I go, I go into the shop and I flip the breaker so that I can turn the well back on and I go out there and I see this wire I was like that wire is not supposed to be there so I just reached down and jerked that that wire out and <laughs> uh, the well came on <laughs> And uh, all of a sudden, I understood how the snake actually could have come back alive. I was
0: going to say to you to bring back Marilyn Manson. No, but
1: it, it'd like to have lit that snake up across the yard. So, people in California, be very afraid of Frankenstein. and Snake. Frank and snake. I'll tell you what.
0: you know, As soon as he finds his, his head. Yeah. You, need to, you need to call Jeremy McEwen and tell him that story because I'm sure he can put that to a song. You, he's, know, you know, he's got bobcat, cottonmouth. You know, I just I just Well I was, snake. <laughs> we had
3: a before we get out of here, we had a family get together yesterday and I just talked to my cousin's husband. And it comes to find out it is Jeremy McEwen's brother. Well, I never knew yes. this. I knew his brother played music, that? but I didn't know it was that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: like, How about that? Yeah, uh, Jeremy has actually hit number one spot on the acoustic. I've that. So, yeah. I, so
3: I was quickly to add him on Facebook today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey buddy. I know your brother, hey, buddy. How you, How you doing? We doing, yeah, fr- Good. yeah, Friday he hit number one. So we're we're proud of Jeremy well, and everything he's
1: congratulations, doing. Congratulations, Jeremy oh, yeah. yeah. We uh, dedicate this story, (laughs) (laughs) The Well Snake, to your great success. (laughs) All
0: right, well, we appreciate all the listeners out there in Tennessee and California and everywhere else around about
1: Nicaragua.
0: Nicaragua. uh, Oh, hell, uh,
1: I'll tell one more story. All right.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I I was just about to ask. One more. I had
1: this buddy in law school who, uh, I mean, you know, some of us were broke in law school just trying to eat ramen noodles and get by until we could get a professional degree that also would not pay us crap and, but this guy happened to be fairly well off on his own and he lives in China now he runs some kind of software company he doesn't, doesn't even practice law he imported Dr. Peppers from Texas and he would like just carry around these Dr. Pepper Coke bottles back when you couldn't find them uh, you couldn't just go out to a store and pick one up and I said man where did you get that Coke from? He said, I, I, I brought that from Waco.
2: Like, <laughs> and, um, you
1: went to Texas and picked up this Dr. Pepper? He's like, no, nah, no, nah, I just got on the internet and I ordered it. And <laughs> so, uh, we're sitting around the house and we start drinking these cold Dr. Peppers out of these bottles and it tastes really good and I'm drinking three or four of them he's like, Go easy. That box was two hundred dollars. Oh, <laughs> so if you want to import Snicker bars, just take it slow.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and and don't your- go for the king size. <laughs> no. Don't, don't.
1: That's been it for the back porch
2: with Jay and
1: Brandon. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and could listen to it and make some sense of it.
4: Uh,
0: uh, I don't know if that's possible. It's good luck.
1: That's why we record these things on Saturday morning so we're not so stirred up and energized. But we hope you have a great week and come back and listen to us again now.
3: Gee, I acted as well as I could.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don.